uh, pause long enough for the people who are smart to get it before I say it. So they're like satisfied with that, but then I'm going to say yeah. it for everybody who doesn't get it, and I'm going to say it in a funny voice. Yeah, so that, everybody's happy. Yeah, that's just what I think now, though. That it's could wolf. probably change. Over time. It's a wolf. It's a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> uh. even, that's even that's not even a wolf. <laughs> so I love Zach's jokes. Um, well, hey, we're we're gonna wrap up here because we have a cool. we have a band coming in next. But what? Where awesome. are you performing next? What's going uh, on with you? Charlie I have a Evans? show at. Uh, I'm doing Delirium for Warhol's birthday. Awesome. March 11th. I'm on that too. All right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Have a good time. Um, that's all I have right now. Uh, I just got. I did a contest on on Sunday at Cobb's that went really well. So. Oh great. You know, a contest. That, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, there goes the neighborhood. Ah. Uh, who ever, books that? I can't get on the. Show. I have no idea to ask to get on that show. Uh, Jimmy a, Earl. I hope he doesn't hate. Is, it, is it a bringer show? Do you have it is a bringer show. Oh, I've never show. done a bringer show. Yeah, I don't, yeah. have, any, I mean, I don't I w- have any friends. I, no one will come for me. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, I think, you know, well, not to say that I'm not funny, but I think they also saw that I have a lot of people that I know outside of uh, comedy. So, like, I could probably bring a lot of people, which I did, uh, which, you know, I wouldn't do bringer shows all the time, but I'm, I'm new. I mean, I, I want to get my name out there. I want an audience. I want people to laugh and to show people that I'm funny. So I'll take what opportunities I can at this point. You know? Hell yeah. I don't think like I could be at this point, I shouldn't be snobbish about where I perform. You know, it's like, I just want to get on stage and try different stuff for the different types of people and like, see what, what's out there. You know, you got to see the world before you decide which part of it you want to exist in. Well, let's book you for late March, early April on a Pantastics. Oh, so awesome. That you have something else coming up that you That'd can look forward to. We'll, we'll get that done in the interim we have a we have a band coming up next i was at an amazing show um at bottom of the hill it was an afternoon show if you ever hear that subliminal sf is doing a show a barbecue show Mm -hmm. you must go it costs only ten dollars and the barbecue was worth more than ten dollars like they had they had like eight kinds of meat it was so good and there were four bands and one of them was war bison and i fucking love war bison they're local and birth defects another band that i just love but outside passing around flyers i ran in to a nice man from a band called I'm gonna pull it up here I'm gonna remember it's the it's like the the somethings where is it I don't see the thing and I'm looking for it now I sound dumb uh the uh, they're gonna be in here in a second and then we'll know what the band name is because I am a terrible terrible host but it's not fair I've been I've been burning the candle at you're both an amazing names. host oh thanks I've been trying to get people to come to the mutiny radio comedy festival coming up March 1st through 5th. It's only a week away. The band is called These Bastards. These Bastards are going to come in next and, and talk to me on some Call Me Tim. But, uh, Kelly, this was really great. Thank you for having me. I had no idea, like, your sordid past. You look, I've always, as I've seen you and met you the past couple months, I just saw you as this really stand-up, completely together guy. And not that past addiction makes anyone any different than that but just i see you as this like like you present really put together yeah so that's unusual for comedians because usually they're just piles of dog shit (laughs) i mean zach wiseman was in here so no i'm kidding i love zach wiseman Uh, but (laughs) but, um it's hey because usually and you're you're nice well put together guy go see kelly evans everybody go like him on can they they can follow you on the instagram facebook instagram kel E man with underscores in between the Kel and the E and the E and the man. I know that's a lot. Where, to where can we see you do your? Where can we experience your sommelier excellence? Do you want uh, to tell us that you want to keep that a secret? Yeah, no, that's fine. I, I work at a wine bar in Hayes Valley called Birba. It's B I R B A. Small little place, fun. It's low cost. It's just like we have good food and good wine, and it's not like super expensive. So come by. We'll that have a good time. Great. Monday nights, fifteen percent off bottles, baby. Yeah. Why don't you start an open mic there? 
I want to actually. It's a little small. Or not an open mic. A backyard, a showcase. A yeah. showcase. I want to do a showcase in the backyard, which is really nice, pretty large. But I'm still putting that together. It probably won't. Like the, the summer, weather when needs it gets to, warmer. Yeah. Exactly. I'm but you've got like the time. April. Oh my God, that would be great. Oh, I, I forgot to mention. I'm also hosting uh, Watch and Learn this Saturday. Oh, so. fantastic! So I'll be here this Saturday, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get a awesome. funny comedians. I'll. I'll probably be here too running, <laughs> running your Instagram thank you so much Kelly Evans I, I wish you luck with uh, starting your own showcase that, what, and that would be so great to have a new venue to do something like that especially with like Hayes Valley nothing's going on in Hayes Valley yeah, not that I know of. Yeah, I don't think so. so. And that, and there's tons of people that live there. Yeah. So you have a built-in audience. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. have a, a following at the place too. So you know, yeah. a lot of people are regulars. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, for thank you me. so Seriously. much. Have a great rest of your day. Yeah, you too, Pam. Uh, everybody, we're gonna bring these bastards in in just a second. Enjoy the weird sounds of um, the our background uh, CD. This is some Call Me Tim here on Mutiny Radio. We're gonna be right back with these bastards. Yeah, that was these bastards. That was off old and pissed. Uh, they're in the studio right now here on the second hour of Some Call Me Tim. Hello. Hi. Uh, so you guys are playing tomorrow night, Thursday, February 21st at the Elbow. I didn't know there was an Elbow Room in Oakland. I thought yes. it was just the one that closed here. Nope. That one opened, I don't know, about a year, about before, a year before the one closed. I think uh, that was... Uh, 
It used to be called the Nightlight, I yeah, think? Yeah, it used to be called the Nightlight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I, th- I think he opened that because he knew that the one in SF was was on a limited, you know? Right, right. That was going <laughs> to be, yeah. soon it would be uh, more condos, because that's exactly that's, that's exactly that's, what we need in the mission. Yeah. Is we need to push out artists and just bring in more condos so that untalented, boring people can just <laughs> ruin our city. Uh, they can make apps. <laughs> <laughs> nothing but condos. Nothing but condos, they as far as the eye can see. live in condos and... Yeah. And have $4 coffees. Right. I know. I, I think, can't believe $4 coffees. Don't do it. They don't even have alcohol in them. I don't spend $4 <laughs> on a drink unless it has alcohol in it, right? right. Like, even are you that. kidding me? Straight. Yeah. $4 um, drink's hard to come by now, too. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're not cheap. getting one of those either. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a $4 cup of coffee. $4 cup of coffee. What's happening in this world? Um, that talk about ago. I'm sure it's much more than that now. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know, I know. it's it's fresh drip press action. I know, and I buy it for five ninety nine a pound at Gross Out. So it's like, why would I spend nice. four dollars on a cup? <laughs> yeah. Thursday, February twenty first, Elva Room at Jack London Square in Oakland. Empty yeah. people, these bastards, and that ship has sailed. It sounds like a poem, just in the band names that <laughs> yeah, are yeah, playing. Yeah. And also added is a violent opposition. Violent Unfortunately, uh, Invertebrae w- was on the bill, but uh, this week let us know that they couldn't do it. And so mm. we did a mad scramble and found a great band called Violent Opposition, yeah. friends of ours. They rock. Yeah. yeah. And they will fucking bring it. Yep. Oh, excuse me. No, I think no, no, you okay. can swear. You can oh, say fucking. Yeah. You can fucking fuck swear the whole time. You can, yeah. you can say fuck the police for a whole hour if you want. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. You can, the last time. You can, no, oh, maybe. We were on, the last time we were on the radio, I guess, was. Like radio, radio, so we couldn't. Right, we yeah, had to yeah. Watch our language. Exactly, yeah. and they put it on a delay too, so that people can't. So they can you know. beep us. Yeah. <laughs> so how long has these bastards been together as a band? Year and a half. That's not that long. Maybe. Not that long. Yeah. I mean, we kind of were figuring thing out, things out for a while, but like actively, like a year. About a year. Yeah. Yeah. Actively, about a year. Yeah. Just a little over a year. I think we found our singer uh, last February, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds about right. And were you all in different bands, and this was a side project that then everyone said, ah, this is the project? Or how did that all shake uh, down? I Well, actually, Alex and I were in a band briefly. How long ago was that? A couple of years ago. I don't even yeah. remember. It was a uh, band called Fastbender, and we were together for about a little, a little under a year. Yeah, we, we only played two shows, made a demo, and then it just kind of Fizzled died out. of the lack of its own momentum. <laughs> and then... Uh, we were all doing other things, and the band I was in before this with the drummer, our drummer Tommy that we have now, just kind of wasn't working out, and one day Tommy and I were like, we should ask Alex if he wants to do a new thing and just try something else, and he did. And I thought I asked you. Did you ask me? I don't think. I was it gonna... might have been one of those like serendipitous <laughs> things where Tommy yeah. and I were talking about it, and then you were like, hey, we should do something. And then you and said, like, well, oh, I got a drummer. <laughs> yeah. We could just, you know, we just finished this other band. I, I think and so that might have been It all kind of came together. And yeah. then you found the singer. Who's and, a friend of the and drummer. And then, yeah, uh-huh. we just like. So and I also knew. Yeah. There's a weird thing with the drummer and the singer. I actually knew both of them, but I didn't know that I knew them. Yeah. Until I saw them again. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are crazy thrash. You guys are like thrash metal. Would you consider yourself thrash metal? What would you call yourself? There's, yeah. I mean, I just I usually say hardcore just because it's all encompassing and sure. you don't yeah. have to. You know, I don't know. Covers a lot of. Ground, I, I, there's elements of a lot of stuff, box, but yeah. I, I'd call us like hardcore, fastcore. I mean, I mean, fast there's core. there's elements of everything. You know, everything yeah. that's heavy. 
You know, yeah. we like all Everything sorts of heavy, heavy. stuff. So. Everything yeah. but st- we don't really do any like sto- slow stoner type stuff. You, yeah, more yeah. no psych stuff. We don't really right. do that. But sure. we definitely yeah. do more high energy kind of stuff, I think, yeah. We almost did some psyche stuff, but then it got 86 It did. <laughs> As a group, you were like, it's not heavy enough. Well, Come it, just, on. it was just, I don't know. Maybe it didn't feel right. <laughs> it wasn't feeling right. What, so what but, are your influences? It sounds like you guys are all over the map. That's anything heavy. What's the, um, what would you say you're like, the things, and maybe not even your influences, stuff you like to listen to outside your own band? Um, I mean... Well, that's definitely something different than what this band would be about. I mean, yeah. we, I think we all have varied tastes all across the board. Because you love ABBA, and that has nothing to Not. do with these. Well, <laughs> I mean, my, my, my favorite band is actually, my favorite bands are They Might Be Giants and Devo. It's so cool. So, <laughs> the sun is a mass of incandescent oh, yeah. gas, a, a molecular burning Yeah, don't get me started. Hydrogen, <laughs> that are heated to millions of degrees. Yep. I love They Might Be Giants. Oh, that was one of awesome. the first bands that I ever connected with because I was, I'm old. Um, Nickelodeon had just started in the day. I'm, I'm yeah, 44. welcome to the club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're, I mean, we're all in the same kind of age. I was, I'm yeah. 44 years old, and so I was okay. watching. We, we've got you beat. Oh, Yo, you, you really? Beat. You yeah. do? You oh, guys look, you guys, yeah. you guys look young. You Listen look good for your age. <laughs> but there was, remember when They Might Be Giants was on Nickelodeon? It was yeah. like they had a, it was, it wasn't MTV, because I wasn't allowed to watch MTV, because it was like all, at that time, it was all like girls in bikinis washing cars and like she's my cherry pie and my parents are like that's hyper sexualized and we don't agree with it and so but on Nickelodeon they had all of these they might be giants like songs and videos and they had those cartoon videos I remember I feel like I would like that band I I don't really know that you would I I, I don't know it's hard his his voice is kind of whiny their voice that sound is kind of but you get used to it it's like Rush you know it is yeah I love Rush I, I do too uh, it's hard though when you gotta you go, go there, to Getty. You go a lot of places. You gotta go to Getty Leland, but you don't have to. You either like to go to Getty Leland or, or you, you don't. don't. Yeah, so that's right. either get it or you just like yeah. yeah. They might be giants is similar, and and it's I think also um, Elvis Costello. I always really resonated with him when I was younger. I like nice. Elvis Costello. He's alright. Yeah, 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 I don't have like a hundred albums, but yeah, My Name Is True is pr- pretty much a classic. I like that guy. So um, tell me about your your. So who's your so. Top, top three things you like to listen to right now. Oh, geez. Right now, a lot of, um, okay, g- generally, 70s guitar rock. Generally, All right. Generally, Frank Zappa. Oh, wow. I, Time when, signature changes. Yeah. Fuck and me. Then, and when recently, I think of Alex, I think of Frank Zappa. <laughs> <laughs> recently, in the last couple of weeks, oh, well, I'm not going to mention that one, but Voivod, recently, just because I've just discovered their new album, um, and, and really liking it. Keep, so. Keeping it proggy. Yes, keeping it proggy. So like and Deep sci-fi. Purple. You know, I'm not a Deep Purple fan, actually. I They're no. one of the bands I, I don't completely dig from yeah. that era. Um, yeah. But, but I mean, pop, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, uh, you know, Thin Lizzy, all that, you know, all that sure. the guitar rock. Never yeah. Thin Lizzy you know? myself. I know the other two guys, since uh, they can't be represented today, uh, but they're both big fans of the Dead Milkman and <gasps> Mojo Nixon. You guys are all over the map. Yeah, we're yeah. all over the place. And then, but this, and how do you take those varied things from your own life and then create this sound together that's very, like, heavy and fa- Who's writing the lyrics? Let me start there. That's Leech. all Leech. Yeah, our singer Leech, he that's writes the him. lyrics. It's a lot of, his inspirations are, like, a lot of occult stuff uh, mixed with, like, Western philosophy 
and huge criticism of what's happening in this area yeah, yeah i know yeah. i love that you guys are going to be playing with war bison coming up soon and i yes. love that song that they sang that's on their new album that's all about what 45 is doing and it's like don't stop i love it's like i it's it's I never know what what Dwayne's really saying, but I I feel I get the feeling in my heart. No, we're super yeah. excited to be playing with them. Uh, we're yeah. doing two shows actually with them in March. We're right. doing a double header. We're gonna spend uh, Friday night the eighth up in Sacramento. Oh wow! At the Veterans Hall. Yeah, and Fair Oaks actually. Uh, Fair Oaks, Fair excuse Oaks. me. It's Fair Oaks is a really neat place because they have, um, their town allows roosters to roam free and chickens in the streets. Really? Yes. And so in Fair Oaks, it's so weird. They have some restaurants and they have trees in the back and you can sit outside in these restaurants and the chickens are just allowed to live in the fucking trees. Hell yeah. And like I roosters it. everywhere. It's Fair Oaks is a weird place. Yeah, y'all got to come down to Fair Oaks and rock <laughs> yeah. with us on the 8th. With the chickens. It's an awesome, uh, it's awesome spot. It's very, it's, it, it is a veterans hall. And yeah. uh, where you play is one room and right next door is a bar. Nice. Yeah, where all the Winning. old like VFW hall <laughs> yeah. members are sitting at the bar Super and drinking. Super fun. Sacto kids rule. They're so fun and they love yeah. music. Like we do, and we all we have a good time every time we go up there. So we're happy War Bison's Absolutely. coming with us. Yeah. And then the next night, uh, it's their record release show at Parkside, and we were lucky oh, enough yes. to be invited to play there. Yeah, um, War Bison record release. Yep. With Cold Claw and Grossero. Yep. And there March was rumors 9th. from one of the members in War Bison that they were going to be playing a new new song, which they felt was their most hardcore song yet. Okay. Let's see what happens. And they do a lot of time. They do a lot of time signature changes as well. I've that's one of the things that when you mentioned Zappa, I'm like, it's hard to do as a. I mean, I don't understand sometimes. Fancy. I'm a stand-up comedian, so for me, it's like I have a routine and I practice it, and I'm up on stage by myself, so I can't really fuck up. But you guys are together, doing something, all four of you, and that sort of amazes me that you can have drastic changes in where you were going and you stop and it's like is it completely memorized are you feeling off each other like is it all about the rehearsal do you all write the songs together so that it's just ingrained in your body by a point or i mean i mean it's not not even anything that specific it's all of that stuff some parts we go on feel or we just kind of watch each other to know what to do some of a lot of most of it's just memorized yeah. you know you, yeah. you play it over and over until you're in sync but i i don't know i think like stand up comedy is probably harder no you actually have a talent <laughs> i yeah you can play an instrument you know, I mean, that's no. I, you could define talent in a lot of ways, but yeah, we're hiding behind our instruments. Yeah, I have three <laughs> other people, and we're loud. <laughs> yeah, but it's you're loud. We don't together. have to hear anything until we stop. But you got to hear the silence. Yeah, <laughs> that's that, hard. That's, I don't know how they, comedians do that. Yeah, you're on an island by yourself. I don't. I mean, maybe talent isn't the word, but it definitely takes fortitude to <laughs> yeah. stand up in front of a group of people and just like and it's all you this is like your material you know i've you know if something 
is screwed up. I don't know. I can yeah. blame those other guys. <laughs> have you have you ever fucked up so egregiously in a show where you're just like, fuck me? I can't. Well, uh, what do you do? You just keep going, or you what do you? Ideally, you keep going. Well, I mean, that's really what it is. Is with experience, and I think most musicians will agree is that over time you learn to make those mistakes. You know, because they happen. They're gonna sure. happen as much mm-hmm. as you practice. Either it could be a technical problem where you're just not on your game or whatever it is. It's going to happen, and the whole thing is recovering. I mean, being a musician mm. is really yeah. just about doing that. And Alex, Alex videos every show. So one of the cool things is um, we get to see what our mistakes look like from the other side. Mm. So You break it down like football gameplay day. Almost. I mean, <laughs> well, you know, the big thing is when you're up in front of people and you make a mistake— you feel like everybody notices and it sounds terrible and oh my god i ruined the song but then you go back to the the video and it's not even noticeable most of the times mm. so you do that enough times and you get to realize that like one mistake isn't going to really fuck anything up and you just go with it and trust yourself yeah, yeah. more and as long as you keep the energy up you know you, you're always going to have a good show if you're having fun i think everybody else is having fun what's the worst gig you've ever played Oh, with this band or in general? Uh, let's say with this band because you're pretty new, which means that you must yeah. have had already just some. I think we would agree on one specific show was it specifically the, for us. The Bindlestiff show? No, not oh. at all. I thought one, that was fun. One, two, three, four, go. Yeah. Oh. It was like our second show. Mm. We were playing with all these bands we love. Yeah. And it was just really uh. tight. It was basically what, like five, four, five, five. Four or five bands in two hours. Oh my so lord! It was really three rushed songs. to get going. Three songs. Is that and all you got? And no, then, no, no. We we're... just. I think we were just not in our best form. You know, they were just maybe a little nervous. Sharing a drums. Tight. Did you have sharing, sharing amps? Drums. Sharing drums. Sharing drums. Yeah. Sharing amps. Sharing amps wasn't yeah. a problem. I, I think it was just tough, and the space was new to us, and it, 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 it was, was just one of those things. You know, yeah. I don't think it was anything specific. Yeah, it's just it wasn't our best show. It was, it was our second show. Yeah. There, there was a, a friend's band. Uh, was touring from Japan mm. and we really wanted to play with them and so one of our friends in another local band uh, one of um, Alex's uh, bandmates from his other band Conquest for Death uh, put this show together so that this Japanese band could play with all the bands that they played with in Japan and that they got to that know they were friendly with sure so they put us on but they as a, and they still had a show that night it benders. Oh, yeah, so they had a bender show. So they had, we had to end at a certain time to get them over there. Sure. Yeah. So just like a lot of pressure, it was only our second show. We didn't have the on-stage rapport we have now, or the confidence that we have now. So it didn't, you know. Yeah. It wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't great. It what, was, yeah. <laughs> what keeps you guys going? Because you're not. You don't get paid that. I mean. You, you, have to, you have real jobs, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we have guarantees. We have... Usually, oh, it's yeah, like well, 2K. No, he's kidding. Okay. We don't make money. <laughs> but do you have do you have day jobs? And what keeps you like jobs. involved yeah. in? I mean, because it takes a long time to be in a band. It's not just finding bookings yeah. or traveling to places or being on tour, but it's also the rehearsal and having a rehearsal mm-hmm. space and having that the time money. to do that. Yeah. And that yeah. costs money. And yes. so, like. You must really love music. I mean, or what's like, what's keeping you guys going? I mean, I'm ta- what I'm talking about is like the music industry as a larger scene now. And right. it used to be that, hey, you're amazing and we love your sound and we're going to give you a record deal. And now we're going to take care of your bookings and we're going to take care of your promotion. Right. But yeah. that sort of doesn't exist anymore. It's like everyone's their own maverick and you've got to have your SoundCloud and you, right. you sort of book your own shows. And yeah, 
I mean, we've all been doing that for so long. Like, we've yeah, I think it's just what we do. Yeah, we've been playing punk hardcore bands since. I mean, Alex since. I mean, all of us since the '80s, probably. Yeah. And and the thing is, is when I started this, you weren't going to make any money anyway. Um, so I never had that idea at all. Yeah. Doing, I mean, the thing is, I had already decided the kind of music I was going to do was going to be what I wanted to do regardless. And so it wasn't going to be necessarily a money-making project, right? Uh, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, there's just forms of music where you could, you could possibly have done it then. And it's going to be a lot harder now, obviously. But, you know, you could have. I mean, you know, when metal became the thing right gone full metal and maybe got a metal band that was doing pretty well you know mm. i don't know yeah but we was... just do because we love it and we can't help ourselves yeah and, oh wow and we well, love other answer. bands and we love meeting new people and we love meeting people that are excited about music they're just excited yeah. as we are and want to have a fucking good time you know i mean it's a weird thing here. too because like obviously it'd be awesome to like play music for a living but at the same time like i don't want this to be a job I don't want it to feel like a job uh-huh. you know what I mean like this is a release from my job you know this is just something we do you know the job pays for us to be in a band essentially that's yes. the band is the job then I don't know I when I was when I when I first went to college um I I there was um this jazz band that was basically a class you try out for the band, but you you got graded on it, and it was you know yeah, you units, had a, attendance yeah. rules and everything like a regular class. Um, and I hated it. I hated it so much. I didn't want playing music to be a grade. I didn't want it to be a class. I didn't want it to feel like work. It was supposed to be something I enjoyed. And ever since then, that's been my attitude about music. Like I don't want music to be work. I want it to be the opposite. Work is one thing. Music is another. And they the, never the twain shall meet. But what if what if there was a society where you could do anything you wanted and you didn't have to have a day job? Would you choose? You'd be like, well, music all day long. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I like the idea. I, I just don't know how it would really be, you know, to do that. I mean, I think yeah. part of the reason I love it so much is because I'm always f- like trying to find time for it. Because right? you're, you're hungry you know, for it. Hungry you for have it, right? to be hungry and for so it. And so how about yeah. if it's like every day all the time i don't know if i would love it as much i feel like there's still a lot of discovery because there's so much i want to do but who knows if my passion really goes that far yeah what did you what did you bring here cd wise i brought i brought brought one part of the alphabet (laughs) (laughs) i brought a pile of stuff too it started out with a japanese band called vivisec and then it ended up being a bunch of v's so I also bought, bought a Violent Opposition CD and a Brazilian thrash band called Violator. Wow. So Who's going to be in the States in July down in L.A.? What, we're making, what, um, how, do you find, how do you find your music? Are you constantly on the search for, like, metal? Do you, you have a lot of CDs? Are they old CDs? Are you buying new CDs? Is it all online now? Are you just looking on Spotify or SoundCloud and putting in new metal bands? And I mean, what do you... Is it friends of friends say, did you hear about Violator or whatever? And then you listen and. I think you found Violator on tour, right? Yeah. These bands that I brought up right now were because of tour. Oh, okay. And honestly, I am super overwhelmed by the amount of music that's out there. I can barely keep track. Um, I rely on friends. 
that turned me on to stuff, other mm. bands that turned me on to stuff. Well, in Alex's case, too, if I can speak for you, like he, his old band, Conquest for De- Death, toured a lot, and they toured the world, and they, they've been to places like Brazil and Mongolia and Australia, and so and he has exposure work? to music that a lot of people don't in, other, in our part of the world, so he has like a whole different you know, conduit to that stuff. Was that a sponsored tour? Because, or did you, your band paid for it? Sponsored by hours of work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, no. uh, They're they're completely giant losses. In fact, we mostly decided to play in places where people had no money and we would definitely not make money. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) But the adventures are great. And, sure. you know, the, the thing I, I, I got out of most of all was first meeting some of the greatest guys I've ever met playing music with. Uh, and then secondly is going to other um, countries and experiencing culture like no other way. You know, sure. there's nothing like being connected immediately once you're there through the music. Right. Um, and then through the food. to stay, <laughs> meeting people, you know, things like that. Because you can travel somewhere, but there's no... There's no guarantee you're going to meet someone local or be able to go to the house for dinner or hang out with their friends and family and and find out what's really going on as opposed to being a tourist and just kind of, you know, getting the tourist view, right? Right. Right. Paying for the tourist experience, which feels so safe. Um, (laughs) Grab me, pick a CD and tell me to play something. We'll play, we'll play one of your, one of your songs. Let's do Violent Opposition since we're playing with them tomorrow. Oh yeah, we're playing with these guys and this is, uh, there's a lot of tracks to pick from. So, yeah, <laughs> they're hey. probably very short. Yeah, very short yeah great. Say, Let's see uh, the names of some of these. Okay. This is Violent oh, Opposition. Yeah. Buddha's Enlightenment. Awesome. Synchronized Circle Pit. Fracking. Love it. Competitive Pride. Oh, man. <laughs> these guys are speaking my language here. It's almost like the, it's, a, it's more it's just uh, beautiful poetry. So, this is uh, Violent Opposition. Let's. Uh, from uh, give 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 the, the dates area. again. Give the dates again. Of, so it's tomorrow, February twenty first. Empty people, these bastards. Violent opposition. That ship has sailed. And then yes. the eighth. Uh, the eighth is, is War at Bison. Veterans Hall in uh, Fair Oaks with uh, good shit. War Bison, Legion of Malice, Control All Delete, and one other. And it's uh, Jorge's birthday bash. He's turning twenty six. He's a promoter oh. up there. Yeah. And it should be a rocking show. And the next night, the 9th of March at Parkside. I'm definitely going to be at that show. It's going to be fun. For the War by Sin record release. Yep. Uh, with Grisero and Cold Claw. We'll start here with the synchronized circle pit. This is what my, my boyfriend likes to do the Licking running the into people pit. and hurting them at the pit. And I'm like, stop. And it's what he loves. He loves metal and he'll go out and he'll do. And I, I can't usually go to shows with him because. I don't like to see him get hurt. Uh, and he'll come home and he'll be like, I had so much fun. And I'm like, the bruises on his body. <laughs> and then the next day he'll be like, I'm so sore. And I'm like, you get no sympathy. Yeah, you did I it don't. to yourself. I saw you on the synchronized circle pit. <laughs> <laughs>
does violent opposition here on mutinyradio.fm. I am joined right now by these bastards playing hey. with violent opposition tomorrow, right. Thursday, February 21st at the Elbow Room in Jack London Square, Oakland. Yep. What? Uh, how much are tickets and where do people get them at the door? They can get them on Eventbrite. What can they do? Yeah, door. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. That's it. I think so. Yeah. Four great bands for ten. It's two fifty a band. How can people not go? I mean, you're missing out. You yeah. don't go. Even if you come from the city, like you, it's really easy to get to yeah. by be, via Bart. So you're gonna spend twenty bucks to get there and back. Ten bu- You know, ten dollars to get there. Ten dollars for the show. The drinks are like. They're fair. Okay. Fair, fairly priced drinks. There well, the go. Elbow Room, that was one of the things I always appreciated about the Elbow Room in San Francisco is they had... Great happy hour. Great happy hour till 9 o'clock God. every night. Heck yeah. It was so great. You that, could get a $3... the latest happy hour in town the, that I can think of. I can't remember Yeah, one. 9 o'clock. That's, yeah, it's usually like a 6 end, right? I like, think I didn't spend enough time at the Elbow Room. Yeah. yeah. They had, it was, it was great. And... The downstairs area was so cool, and the upstairs area was so great for lots. And they did all kinds of different events. I did so many literature events there. Do you know Matt? No, I don't know Matt. Okay, he's one of he's one of the owners, and he always uh, would post like bad reviews of the Elbow Room, and they were hilarious. Like (laughs) these Yelp reviews, they were hilarious. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, they were great. I I love bars that have like a separate show space like that too, like the Hemlock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God bless its soul. I miss the Hemlock already. Yeah, that was a great spot. But Jack London Elbow Room is the same thing. It has upstairs. Yeah, it has the same sort of vibes. Separate upstairs Uh, show spot. The bars right. The difference is the bar's right there, right? Like yes. at Hemlock, you actually go outside, so they have right. a bar at the uh, back. It's about the same size, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's about the same size. Yeah, so it yeah, feels yeah. really full. Yeah. I always And then the separation yeah. is a whole other bar downstairs. Right. Yeah. Wow. Places like that are great. So yeah. the other um, you brought, you wanted to talk about... Oh, Octo- oh Octopulpa. Octopulpa. Uh, this guy... Um, JP. Is, yeah, he's kind of a one-man band. He he played drums in a band called My Man Mike from Korea, even though he's from France originally, lives in Korea, does this band called Octopulpa, and uh, he plays drums, and all the other tracks are pre-recorded. He played them, but recorded them separately and has like a video running as he plays, and all the drums, uh, all the... Everything he does on the drums triggers what the tracks are going to do. Oh. So he's a computer programmer as yeah. well as an incredible drummer. So he's programmed the drums so that like uh, somehow or another, his computer recognizes certain drum patterns. And, oh. knows and it sets what, off that sequence. Whoa. Yeah. So um, it's like instead of having the multiple pedal board in front of him where you like press the looping station, you go poof, and you know that that you're like pressing right. to loop it. Yeah. The, drums trigger it in the computer. It's like, he's right. like, has AI on his side. He's like, basically, well, it's listening for a pattern that he's going to play. And then once it hears it, it sends off the, uh, the sequence, right. which is a portion of the song or maybe a whole song. Right. Yeah. Sure. And then, so there's video playback of, oh. as this music's going of him playing bass and guitar and whatever else while he's playing live drums and singing. It's like old school four track, except sort of live. Yes. And yes. like way more sophisticated. Way yeah. more sophisticated. <laughs> and he has different singers from all over the world singing different parts of the songs. Yeah. And they're uh, in the videos and uh, it's quite know, incredible. It, How did you find this guy? On tour. <laughs> on tour. So you were well, in we had, Brazil? No, in Korea. That's Korea. where he's from. He's yeah. Belgian, I think. He's, 
but, Belgian. I think he's Belgian, or maybe he's French. I'm sorry. Maybe he's French. Anyway, he lives in Korea. And then, so when we were touring in Korea, he helped set up our tour, that part of the tour. So, yeah. And then that's when we discovered My Man Mike. Right. Oh, actually, no, we discovered My Man Mike. They came here and played, and that's how we met him. Yeah. And then he set up our tour in Korea. We hung out with him there, and then he came over, you know, with this thing. In the small world of punk, like... Alex's old band played with them. My old band happened to play with my man Mike as well, and so we knew him from different avenues. And then... which is another great band. You gotta check them if you <laughs> like heavy music. My man Mike. Yeah, they're great. South Korea, incredible. Yeah. Um, South incredible fast yeah. core that will rip your face off. Yeah. I guess it does it if you can't understand what people are saying lyrically anyways. And it's like do a you, sonic set. Do you? It doesn't, <laughs> well, do you? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I do. But that's the thing is I could listen to Japanese punk and it might sound the same as, not sound the same, but the vocals. Like well, sometimes it's hard to understand. Of it, you know? yeah. I mean, because with heavy music, a lot of it is just this heavy sound. And it's sure. not necessarily the word. It's right. just the sound. Which yeah. is, uh, this was the strategy I used with my old band, um, which had lyrics half in Cantonese, which was the ah, idea. That's cool. Which was the idea that it didn't matter because when you're singing heavy music like that, most of the times you don't understand everything anyway. And so. do you have a huge following of, of old Cantonese ladies, like on the bus, like the 30 Stockton? Do you just want to like you know, play it really I, loud? I wish I did. I think that band was maybe 10 years before its oh. time, you know? Uh, no, we had no following. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, we 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 made some connections, uh, but that band never really got anywhere. I mean, I don't think. I think also the music of what we were doing was a little bit out of people's. I don't know, it's out of the box, I guess. You know, sure. it was heavy music, but it was all over the place. So, yeah. well, this I, we're gonna listen to song number five here, which is cool. uh, "Where's My Tooth." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'd like to know. I, <laughs> I, I really, this guy hits like all the bases. Like the, he's humorous, but like the music's still intense. The live show is amazing, but it's not a gimmick. It's musically really, really. It's well really good. Done. Yeah, it's yeah. not just a gimmick. And and then he's got this weird, mysterious thing with the octopus mask. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, let's check him out. Uh, Octopulpa here.
Toledo, that's a one-man <laughs> band right yeah. there. Octopulpa. One of my favorite bands of the past few years that I've discovered. And completely entertaining. I yeah. mean, you will be mesmerized seeing him. I, I, we played with him on a Wednesday, I think, and then uh, realized he was playing the next night, a Thursday night at uh, the Knockout. And I had already had plans that night, but I like moved heaven and earth to make sure I could see him again because it was just so awesome the first night. Yeah, how? I mean, you guys love music. That's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean that's. I mean it's. What else and, are you gonna do? But yeah, what else are you gonna do with your life? This is Vivisick. Tell us a little bit about this. Uh, set the apathetic on fire. <laughs> They're a band out of Japan. They rock. <laughs> they just broke up last year, I believe, unfortunately, after many years, probably like 20 years. Oh, yeah, they've been around a long yeah, time. Yeah, they've been around a long time. Uh, again, another band met on tour. They're fantastic. Their live show is incredible. They played uh, here last year at Metro. Was that last year or two years ago? Might have been. It was two years ago. Two years, I think. Ago. Two years ago uh, at the Metro. For like the release of their last record, I Yeah, think. that was on Tank Crimes. Yeah. A local There's, label. I, I don't think I've ever heard, I've seen a band from Japan that wasn't great. Like, they just know how to do it yeah i don't know what it is japan uh yeah. we're gonna start here with alarm chain handle on opposite wall all right because <laughs> i love the name of that yeah um again this is like we'll play a couple songs because i gotta go potty and then oh. we'll be right back here with these bastards on mutiny radio thank you guys for listening and go see them tomorrow night thursday february 21st at the elbow room jack london square it's only a ten dollar show come on you guys like what are you doing with your lives it's a thursday <laughs> go out like i'm stoked i'm not booked tomorrow night so i'm like i'm going out fuck in oakland and i'm trying to keep my boyfriend safe because he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> i'm so concerned oops cd1 
that you enjoyed Vivisec right there. You were saying um, off air that there's a weird connection between Brazil and Japan musically. You want to talk about that for a second? You know, I'm not exactly uh, completely knowledgeable, but, but what I do know is that I believe in the 80s, a lot of workers from Brazil went over to Japan to work in the auto industry. And there's some sort of industry connection going the other way as well. Japanese people that end up in Brazil because... I'd actually made a couple of connections where um, I met this guy in Japan, and then, um, but he was Brazilian, and he ended up back in Brazil. And um, I didn't see him again when we were in Brazil, but we did talk and stuff. And then there was uh, there was other people that had that same connection. So you can look that up probably, you know, and see that there is some sort of uh, connection through work, and then now. families have been created <laughs> yeah, and there's a, now, yeah and there, there's a there's a by um country kind of thing this is another uh japanese band horse and deer yeah i love this band i love the art on the cover of this yeah. it's hilarious they're super fun got a drunk punk rocker with a bottle on the sand washed up on with the classic japanese thing with the wave yeah and then you got a big giant squid who's gonna eat him. Yeah. And a whale on the back. <laughs> I love the art for this. But these guys are just, I don't know, high energy, crazy, fun, wacky. One one of the best bands I've ever and, seen play. And live. you guys basically just brought stuff of like, these are people we'd want to play with. Or that That we like. Like you like Well, actually I just went from one part of the alphabet. So oh, okay. Sorry. So it was like, here are these little ones. <laughs> sorry, sorry I did a V like, and yeah. stayed there. <laughs> um, this is Horse and Deer. I'd tell you the name of the song, but it's in Japanese. Horse and deer. That was some. I mean, I I'm digging the Japanese language there with the with the crazy lyrics and who knows what he's saying, but yeah. I like the cadence of his voice. Well, 
Um, hey guys, you really need to go see uh, these bastards tomorrow. How did you guys come up with the name before we play a track off of your? I don't know. We have no freaking. I just. We went through so many. The list is ridiculous. In fact, yeah, I, should, us I should bring that list one day to next, another one of these interviews. We just go through the whole thing. Oh my yeah, God. yeah. Do, do you remember any of them? Like some of the I, just the I, poor I, ideas that you had. Don't. Yeah. Creek dick. Oh, that's great. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. That sounds like a fun, that was that's kind of a funny. joke one. I don't know. There was a lot um, of joke ones. There was a lot of joke ones. Yeah, I don't but remember. But nice guys was the original. Nice guys was the one we were gonna go well, with. That's so ironic. That's people so talked out, funny. People talked us out of it. Yeah, we would because we were all Friends stoked on nice guys. We, nice we were guys. making logos. We immediately like got into it. Made all this, you know, got. Ideas for artwork and stuff, and our friends we would tell them the name, and they'd be like, "Really?" Uh, the, the reaction like was, it was too internal, maybe. Yeah. They, but they didn't like, get the irony of like nice guys, and then the sound. It's your sound is so heavy that people wouldn't normally equate nice guys with such a heavy sound. That's funny I, to me. That's I, like yeah. kind it, of it changes the expectations and it sort of flips it. And there's humor there. I'm all about humor. Yeah. <laughs> But we're also uh, nice guys. Right. Yeah, it's also... It was really... It was just kind of descriptive. Yeah. <laughs> but these bastards... But these yeah. bastards... That one just happened one day. Yeah. Uh, who came up with it? Nobody... In particular, someone just went... somebody just, just said it so, yeah, somewhere, well, and then we were all like... Yeah. Uh, it just hit that thing. Yeah, that could be a band name. It's yeah. It's a, a funny band name, too. We just sat, sat there riffing on it. And, and then, you know, I made, and it just fit the concept, you know, where we were like talking about a lot of the things that we have concerns about that are happening, um, you know, in our area as well as in our country. Um, these bastards have really taken us to the cleaner. What's you your know? number yeah. one, what's your number one concern right now that you think that you're just like, what, how is this well, even happening? There's stuff you that know. I think about daily and then there's the larger picture things. Uh, recently I've been thinking about why, We've decided to throw $2 billion to our Transbay terminal that isn't open, you know, that, huh. that took eight years to, Local to make. Local stuff. And then uh, open for two months before it's been closed, and it's cost us millions of dollars every month. And the, the initial reason it was built, uh, a lot of those reasons can't be fulfilled. Um, our, you know, our governor is, uh, cl is closing down our uh, high-speed rail, which is one of the reasons why that was built. There's a right. huge basement that costs $500 million that's under the Transbay Terminal, sitting empty, waiting for trains that are never going to come. Wow. Yeah, we were paying for it. Thanks. So blatant and all you guys waste. that cross the bridges, all your toes, tolls are going to go toward this giant debt that's sitting there because not only that, there's retail space that should have been opened last oh, year that's sitting wow. around. So all that money they should have been making is there's no money going there. It's not being used. There's a lot yeah. that's across the street that costs almost nothing, I bet. And it's been in use for years, and it works fine. Wow. What's going on here? Who's making money? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, wow. Sorry. You're saying, but you're saying, look, <laughs> but, no, don't be sorry. That's something I've never even thought of. I've never even yeah, thought of it. I mean, well, I knew that it opened and then closed, but I didn't realize yeah, that it, it cost was us such... $2 billion. $2 billion. And that's locally. That's like that's, that's like our, San that's Francisco shit. Well, not. Uh, I think there's probably money from the whole Bay Area because, sure. uh, you know, the, 
I know one of the things that they're going to start doing is they're using some of the bridge tolls to start paying off some of the money that they owe mm. because there's a huge bill every month to just to maintain this place. Yeah. It's not even open. We, they should at least make it like a parking structure. I mean, if, if you could, I mean, the way to do it would be to say, hey, you're coming over on the bridge. You paid that toll. Park your car here and then take public transit around the town so that we don't have so much traffic during the day right. and everyone doesn't get so angry. It's a big, huge, empty room. Yeah, Put if, cars in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it was, what are you doing? If it was useful, that'd be something. But right yeah. now, it doesn't look like it's being used. It's not even open. And, you know, I, I, I walk by there every day, and I see that the lot that is being used, that, ha that has been in the use for the last, I don't know, four or five years, maybe? Yeah. Works fine. Works just People fine. are catching their buses. They're getting to the East Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Those buses are coming in from the East Bay. People are getting on them. It's not a problem. Why have we built a $2 billion structure that does nothing anyway? Sure, no. Yeah. Hey, Alex, I get it. Sorry. So recently, that's what I've been Recently, what's your, what's your biggest... <laughs> Uh, societal issue like that. Man, I don't have anything that elaborately thought out as <laughs> as Alex does, but you know, I mean, living in San Francisco for the past ten years, obviously the issues never end and mm -hmm. just pile up with the problems of gentrification and um, predatory developers and landlords. I mean, it's... and what you had said, all the interesting people are leaving because they can't afford to be yeah. here anymore. Yeah, San Francisco was an interesting town. Yeah, I think it still is, and I think there's still music where you can... I mean, I met you at a $10 show where the food was worth more than $10, right. and there were four bands! That's like, right, and it was a good time. It was a great time! I had a great well, time! Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it was great, and you know, I mean, we don't have many of these places left. Yep. You yeah. Know, I can't say I support the bottom of the hill as much as I should, but... If you do go music, go there. Support <laughs> live yeah. as well. Support live and support live music in San Francisco. Go out and see a band. Go to Benders. You know, every yeah. Saturday night, Benders has it's only five dollars to get in. That's I right. have no idea how they pay their bands and how this all works. Because I mean, it must just all be alcohol sales, huh? Is that like how bands are paid now? You're just it's all based off. Um, alcohol. It, it just on depends place. on where it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, some places charge covers and mm. they'll give you part of that. Um, yeah. But support live entertainment. I mean, yeah, anybody yeah, who's general, getting up any, there for your entertainment, right. if it's, you know, comedy like in your case or, or right. live we, theater or music or wrestling, right, which I happen sure. to be a big but fan of. Get out of your get out of your house. Get off the Netflix. Go out yeah. and be a part of the community. Go yeah. see a band. Go yeah. see wrestling. Go see. Yeah. Go experience the world around you instead That's of right. hiding in your house and saying, "Well, I feel like I understand everything because I love Netflix." <laughs> like get get outside. Yeah. Go right. step it's outside. Nothing your like zone. something live. You can listen to all the music you want at home and watch all the DVDs and streaming this and that. But you get into a room where there's music happening. And you're going to experience something different. But even your, you know, even your experience at home listening to music that you already have in your house, like half of, you know, your collection is things that you discovered going out and seeing mm, bands and being right. on tour. And so you have a whole music collection in your house that you got from not being in your house. Yeah. Yep. So everybody go out tomorrow night, Thursday, February 21st, see Empty People, These Bastards, Violent Opposition, That Ship Has Sailed at the Elbow Room, yeah. Jack London Square, Oakland, Doors at 8? Eight? Eight. Eight, cool. Eight, nine, somewhere around. Doors are at 8. It's a night show. Doors it's going to be fun. Yeah. Doors at oh, 8. And we've got a band camp, oh. and we got Facebook, so come say hi to us, check out our stuff. Mm -hmm. There's some videos on YouTube. These Bastards. Uh, we're going to close it out with their song... Burn the burn, fucker down. Burn the fucker down. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thanks thank for you, having man. us. Thank you, Pam. Yeah, 
you bet. This has been Mutiny Radio. Coming up next, uh, the Wednesday Wave. So stick around for that. And again, go tomorrow to Elbow Room. Uh, see these bastards. Also on the 9th, go out to the Parkside Park side. and see them along with War Bison, one of my favorite San Francisco bands. My number one favorite San Francisco band, though, is Floating Goat. Oh. I love Floating Goat so much. Do you know Floating Goat? Oh, yeah. But are they still around? Yeah, they're still around. They've been playing right now as a band called Hendrixian. And it's the same three guys, but it's Chris Corona. They all do um, Jimi Hendrix covers. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So, but they're fun. But I still, I, God, I love Floating Goat. They're, I just, I think Aaron Barrett, drummer comedian Aaron Barrett is a great, great, great drummer. He's also a very funny comedian, but he quit comedy. Okay. But he's really, really funny. Ask him to do a George W. Bush impression okay. if you've ever seen okay. him. Okay, all right. Be like, Aaron, tell us your George W. Bush impression. Uh, we're going to listen to one last song from these bastards. Go see them. Thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio. Yay! Swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio 
Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Benders is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Benders Bar and Grill. (laughs) 
Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips, don't. <laughs> know anything about it sorry <laughs> all on my limited view yes every tuesday from 12 to 2 uh oh you can if you can also find us on apple Podcasts. oh yeah and google play and stitcher itunes oh you already said that tune in radio uh stitcher you said that spotify oh my god there's just so many and overcast um, yes, you can also find us on social media, M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast, MOV podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That, was, that kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. The reads, get a girl that can do both. Six o'clock. It's uh, one week, uh, not even till Easter. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Yeah, this week on Bug House Square. Well, what is a I don't know. I got I got some. Uh, I've got a lot of contributors. Tell me what is a so we'll get into that. I got um, uh, some flea market finds. We'll get into that. Uh, it's gonna be a good show. I feel, I, I, I feel good about it. Rainy night down in the engine house. Sleeping just as still as a mouse. Man come along and he chased us out in the rain. Was that a vigilante man? Stormy days we'd pass the time away. Sleeping in some good warm place. Man come along and we give him a little race was that a vigilante man preacher casey was just a working man and he said unite all you working men killed him in the river some strange man was that a vigilante man
why does a vigilante man why does a vigilante man carry that sawed off shotgun in his hand would he shoot his brother and sister down i rambled around from town to town i rambled around from town to town and they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle was that the vigilante men have you seen that vigilante man have you seen that vigilante man i've heard his name all over the land
of God, you must understand, the fate of your country is in your young hands, may God give you strength, do your job real well, if it all was worth it, only time it will tell, in the morning they return with tears in their eyes, the stench of death to 
lifts up to the skies A young soldier so ill Looks at the sky bright Remembers the words Thou shalt not
That's uh, we're hitting uh, Jesus Christ Superstar pretty hard here. Um, I don't know. It's for me. It's uh, uh, it's a good piece of music. Um, yeah, I was raised Catholic, so you know there's that significance too. Not saying I buy into all of it, but um, it's uh, I'm wallowing in my nostalgia right now. But um, I still, it's still kind of a thing that uh, means like spring to me um as well uh, jesus christ superstar yeah we played uh, yeah a bunch off that i can't remember hosanna uh overture um uh, uh everything's all everything's gonna be all right and um some other one but actually if you can check that out it's it's not bad i i kind of went a little a little bro anyway this is bug house square this is me radio it's not just radio station it's a it's a it's a way of life for some a comedic way of life a uh, radio way of life uh, uh spoken word radio life but i'm just doing i'm just playing records here this show that's what this is um but it's on a corner of 21st in florida in the beautiful mission where it's always flat and sometimes sunny and uh, it's a beautiful day today. We're, it's like the first like kind of real nice day, and uh, sunny wise. And we've had a little bit of. I'm gonna give you fucking weather reports. Um, what else did I play? Let me grab. Uh, let me grab these records. Hold on. Okay, that was uh, Sky Pilot. We played in there as well. Um, that's uh, Eric Burden and the Animals. We did Radiohead, Kid A, uh, everything in its right place. We opened up with um, Neil Young off Zuma, uh, Cortez, the Killer. I'm. Um, oh, I got a bunch of contributors this week. Because it's no lie. <laughs> In the basement, we're miles apart. No surprise, gonna rise from the basement. And what it is is people who uh, home record us, people who record music in their homes. Uh, a lot of times, they put them up in cloud sources, you know, to share with friends and stuff like that. So we ask people who uh, record stuff at their home to give us links, and uh, we play some, play most of it, uh, everything that I can, I'm capable of, anyway. <laughs> which is not 100%, but, you know, I, I try. So um, what we're going to do is I'm going to bring this over here. I don't want to touch this thing because it's uh, it's a little crackly. 
Um, oh, by the way, if you come in through the website, we're, we're trying to raise dough. Um, there's a donate button there. Um, uh, please help out. A couple bucks uh, is, is great. Uh, this is Elizabeth Jane Hansen, and can I tell you a little bit about um, uh, Elizabeth? She was born in Annapolis, Maryland, uh, and it was at an early age that Elizabeth came to grasp the knowledge that her voice would be the passion in her life. She set out to see just how far she could go. It wasn't until after divorce that 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 so elizabeth jane hansen this song's called colorblind blues and i gotta turn that up we're touching that pretty sure this is colorblind blues oh i hope it uh all right so the the thing's chasing its tail um the pause button came on but then it went to this i'm gonna try to touch it again it goes to play and then back to that oh no so that's always a drag when it's doing this. I, I thought we, we kind of really had, kind of really had the uh, the internet thing locked in. Let me try another song. Um, e, I'm so sorry, Elizabeth Jane Hansen. Wait. <laughs> Bye. 
Yeah, Jesus, just, uh, you know, back off a bit. The Temple, going back to the basement, this is Niwamni, N-I-W-A-N-M-I. If you dig this, they're on SoundCloud. This is fresh, three days old. The song's called Brothers Grimm. And uh, let's do it. I'm touching the the thing, and the the dots are going, and it... um, in a linear fashion and they're still doing it i don't know if our connection is logie today or something but usually a little here we go brothers grim
Bye.